0: What is up, everybody? It's your boy, king 7 ride <sighs> Hopefully, I had a good um, holiday. I did. I chilled by the pool. I got drunk. Um, it was pretty nice, man, to get off work for so many days. Oh, man. What are we going to talk about today? Today's topic, I guess. Well, it's going to be a couple topics fatherless dads in the home. This goes for black, white, whatever. And, and, and what gets me so fired up is that a lot of people think that the majority of black families are without a dad. Which is true. I don't have the statistics in front of me, but which is true. But there are other graces um, that don't have fathers but what I'm trying to get at is hey pass me that beer what I'm trying to get at is um, what damage does it have on kids boy or girl that don't have a fam- uh that doesn't have a father in the home so they say that most kids that don't grow up with a father usually become reckless really dangerous doesn't have a structure at home they don't have home training they don't have all the things they need to go through life. now I agree with that somewhat but the mothers play a big role in uh the kids life when they don't have a father because that mom has to play the dad and the father role or the, the, the father and the mom role, right? So I don't know man, it's it's it well my mom my mom um raised two boys on her own, right? My dad left when I was two years old. And, uh, it was hard on my mom because me and my brother were two really, really reckless kids, right? And I'm not talking about, like, shooting, beating people up, things like that, but we got into a lot of fights, we got into, uh, a lot of mischief behavior, we got into, um, things that we weren't supposed to get into, so, I kind of understand where the father st- I kind of understand where, you know, kids or a kid needs both parents because two parents can give you two different sides of what to do and what not to do. Speak to you about or talk to you about the birds and the bees, um, what's right and wrong, um, having morals, why it's important to work hard for everything you have, not to go out stealing things from other people, um, and just to do right by people. My mom my mom did a very great job with me and my brother. Um we both have jobs. We both have our own um apartments. Um we're really doing really good in life, and or uh, well, we're doing average in life, which, which I'd rather have that than not have uh, nothing going for myself at all in life. So my mom, my mom's philosophy was to strive for better, prevail over everything that has fear, and always, always be courteous to the ones that help you before and after something that happens. And I think nowadays, or a lot of kids not growing up with their father in the home, is really detrimental to uh, the kids' mental health. Um, the mom, too, because she's dealing with two kids at one time, and she's trying to reconstruct how to teach teach her kids how to... Uh, go about life and be a stand-up citizen in society. Now, it's it's different with a black family because, you know, we got all this stuff going on, but black kids are getting shot over petty little things. Um, black people, uh, black kids are more likely to drop out of school, go to jail, um, commit crimes, um, and be influenced by bad habits, or you know, people in general, and that's why a lot of that's why a lot of uh, boys get into a lot of gang activity, but it, it, they go down the wrong path because they are like, you know, I think some some boys think that you know, this is this is my mom; she's not my dad, so she really doesn't have a something that I can going to as far as something that looks like me when I say that I mean like a man a boy you know I could teach me the right wrong ways how to do things in life but then again there's always a little bit of hope that silver lining for uh, boys and females in general. Yeah, I think they, they look at females a little harder because they say that females need that you no know, structure in life because the dad teaches the female, you know, don't fall for a guy that does this, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't have, um, pity on yourself, have courage, always stand out against anyone that you may think is, uh, Saying or doing anything bad to you, um, a dad encourages you to be you. And a mom has her special ways of encouraging a uh, daughter as well. But when it comes from a man, I feel like it's a lot different because nine times out of ten, if you have a dad that's not necessarily pure, but does the right things, trying to be humble, and try to um, do right by all means, then that kid will follow. You'll have to drill it into their head, you know, as they get older, as teens, and into a young adult. Um, But with a mom, sometimes she will have to go with this sweet, you know, subtle approach, where a dad just gives it to you fucking raw, it tells you what it is. Doesn't care if it hurts your feelings or anything like that. But in that same content, that dad will um, show compassion for, to her, to his daughter because he he knows for a fact that she's a gazelle, right? She's feminine. She doesn't she doesn't uh, she doesn't agree with all the rough, you know, things that's going on. But then you have some girls that can get down with the best of them work as hard as a man, um, do better than a man. I've seen this myself. There's a couple of females that I know that didn't grow up with a dad, but they work in an industry where, you know, the majority ran over by men. Right? Take my job, for example. Where I work at, there's not a lot of females there. There's one female that, that works there. She's a lead at my job. And uh, she's more likely so, like, when it's time to tell you what it is or do something, she becomes aggressive. And When I got a taste of that, I was just like, oh, okay. You want to be aggressive, I can be aggressive back, all right? So you can't necessarily count a female. It's all about how things are taught in the home. It's all about how things are perceived in the home. Because that's what that kid will be. Um... There's another thing that I was talking to my one of my co workers about was uh, public schools, right? He was saying to me that kids do a lot better if they if they grew up in the county. Now, if you're from if you're from northern Kentucky or Cincinnati or whatever, you know what I'm talking about. So kids that grew up in the county would be like Boone County or uh, Independence, uh, you know, northern Kentucky, things like that, or, or a little farther out kids that grow up in the inner city they're exposed to a lot more drugs, guns violence um, you know just any and everything the kids in the county they don't have that same uh, point of view because when I used to chill out in the county like Crinton and Hazard, Kentucky um there was really too much of nothing. I mean, there was a lot of drinking and smoking weed and things like that, but there was really not... there was really not too much violence. There was not really too much of anything. But the inner cities changes because there's... there's always a chance for violence to go on, right? So he was pleading this case about, you know, he wanted to... because he just had a baby girl. and He was pleading this case about he wanted to raise his kid up in the county because he feel like you would be better off in that public school and there wouldn't be too much mischief going on or whatever. I grew up in a city of uh, public schools. And man, let me tell you, public schools in the urban city can be rough, really rough. I can't tell you how many fights I've been into because somebody didn't like me or you know how I was dressed or whatever. Just, just shit to pick up on, just the shit to pick at, All right? Because in the county, more than likely so, they don't care about what you're wearing, how you dress really. It's more about cars. It's more about what you can fix. It's more about things like that. In the city, it's different. It's all about what kind of outfit you got on, what, uh, uh, what shoes you got on, what kind of cars your mom rolling in. Um, you know, are you cute? Or are you not cute? Who are the females running to? Things like that. And the county is a little bit different, I believe. You know, <clears throat> but I I, I I I agree with him. I think the county, I think he was right about the county because county public schools, I think they have a different structure. When I was going to city public schools, it was, I mean, way, way different, man, even when you got out of school and you was walking the streets to go to the bus stop or whatever, there was always this sense of, this eerie sense of violence, man, I don't know what it was, but it was always there, um, so I watched, yesterday I watched, uh, I think it was Chicago. Chicago tribute. So check this out, man. This is a crazy, crazy story. Um, so you know how we have this whole pandemic going on, or whatever. To see, and this is how you weave out people that are evil and people that are good. This dad was uh, sitting in his house, and he had like this big window front, right? And he... um, Was watching TV with his kids. These two dudes rolled up. Or they walked up or whatever. Walked up to this guy's door. They jiggled the handle. Right? To see if it was locked or not. Now keep in mind, this dude has a big ass window where he can see out into the street. So I know for a fact they had to see him. But he didn't care about none of that. And this guy is just jiggling on the on the door handle and the guy that was sitting on the couch, he hopped up, right? Told his kids, go down to the basement. Daddy's got something to handle. Don't come upstairs until I holler or I say something for you to come upstairs. Right? See and this is this is this is where I say that, you know, some people they're just they're just built to be evil. They're born to be evil. Right? So, this guy's jiggling on the handle or whatever. Basically, I guess this guy gets tired of, you know, wiggle on his handle because um, there was no car in the driveway. So, the guy thought that you know, nobody was home or whatever. This dude breaks the window. As he breaks the window, um, the guy was sitting on the couch, goes back to the bedroom, grabs a 40 caliber pistol. He's hiding behind one wall. I guess he was grateful for these guys to come in. And uh, they unlock the door. They're walking in. They don't say nothing. But the guy with the gun, the homeowner, he can hear them walking on the grass and how close they were to where he was at. And he told these guys, don't step any closer. You will be shot on my property. These guys yell out, we got guns too, we got guns too. The homeowner, I don't know how he did it, but the homeowner takes the pistol, he points it at a certain area on the wall, boom, shoots straight through the wall. He kills the guy. Kills the guy. And he, run, he, t- he runs and tackles the other guy outside. Beating the holy hell out of him. I wish I could remember what this was. But it's on the Chicago Tribune on YouTube. Beats the hell out of this other guy. And he beats this guy up so bad. And put him in a chokehold. Waits till the cops to get there. And you know. It was, it was over. But prior to that they were robbing other houses. But you know. That's why I say that people will steal their own fate when they get up in the morning. People steal their own fate, seal their own fate when they get up in the morning, when they go out into the world, and they already know consciously what they're going to do. When people go out here robbing, killing, stealing, raping, pillaging, whatever, that's how you know if somebody's evil or not, because... The fact that you can sit there and just think robbing somebody is cool, like you think that's alright. And you know damn well it's not alright. And the fact that the fear doesn't run through your mind when you're sitting there contemplating should you rob somebody or should you you know no one knows what somebody has in their house. They don't know if they have a gun, pistol, knife, uh um, Baseball bat, a crazy alarm system, uh, security around the corner. They don't know what these people have, and these people are just bold to just rob these people house, right? So when they told me that one of the home invaders got killed, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was kind of like, damn, you know, that sucks. But what do you do, right? You, you're, you're running into somebody's property if it's not yours. And you're making a problem for him. He could—he was just sitting at the house chilling with his kids, and you had to make him get up and defend himself because you want to be stupid. See, that's why I say it's best to keep your nose clean. It's best to keep your nose clean. Go to work every day. Save your money so you can buy what you want, which I know is—I know, I know for a fact—is shitty. But you're a lot safer. You don't have to look over your back because you might have did somebody wrong or you might have sold somebody something dirty. You know what I mean? You could lose your life at any point, right? I want to die of natural causes. I don't want to die because um, my head got blown off because I thought of, I thought to go rob somebody, let alone get shot. Are killed, man. These people that are out here robbing, stealing, killing. These people don't have any morals at all. They don't. And that's where I come. That's when I. That's why I come back to. A house is broken. A broken house leaves broken souls. That eventually, you know, do vicious things. And uh, you know. Like, I would be pissed off to get killed in a home invasion and go up to God and be like, he'd be like, what's up, man? You got killed, didn't you? Yeah, what were you doing? I was, I was trying to rob somebody. And to sit there and explain that to someone, to sit there and explain that to your Lord and Savior is like, damn, son. Like, if I was God himself, I'd be like, damn, son you wasted your life because you wanted to rob somebody? Really? You know what I mean? Like, I, I would be looking at him like, dude, you could have lived a lot longer if you would have just left this whole situation alone. Right? I don't even know, understand how you can really explain that to God himself. I don't understand how you can explain that. But that just comes down to people being very selfish, very greedy, very greedy, and being very jealous of someone you know but i leave you with this um i'm gonna start doing uh, uh artists artists every artist of the day so today's artist is charles bradley he's got songs called ain't that a sin he's got songs um called um Strictly reserved. Um, he, sung, he sung the song Changes by Ozzy Osbourne, but he turned it into a soul. If you get a chance, man, listen to Charles Bradley on YouTube, Spotify, whatever. He is a magnificent artist. Um, sad to say that he he died like, I think, two, three, maybe four years ago from stomach cancer. Um, He's a really great singer, man, and... Uh, It was just sad to see him go. He was—it wasn't a young talent, but he was like—I think he was like 40, 50, maybe—and it's just you know, sucks when you hear somebody. uh, It sucks when I come across somebody that 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 I like in music, has a great voice and all that other stuff, and then you go, you go, you go sporadically, you go look for some more information on the guy in like you know 1970, whatever. Deceased at 2000. I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? It sucks, man. But if you get a chance to listen to Charles Bradley, oh, he's got another song called, um, Why Is It So Hard? Um, it talks about why is it so hard to make it in America. Um, he has another song called, um, I think, I think it's called World. The world is on, the world is on flames or the world is on fire or something like that. But, If you don't listen to anything else on my podcast, go listen to Charles Bradley um, on YouTube or Spotify. You will not regret it. You will not regret it. I was was not even in the soul. The only soul I knew was James Brown. But um, Charles Bradley is just an amazing artist. amazing artist. You get time to please check. Please, please check out Charles Bradley. And everybody have a great day. Let's have a great rest of the week. I hope I inspire you to do better um, as the weeks go on, as this world turns. I wish nothing for the best for all of my listeners. And I want you all to um, do good in life and and prosper over all fear. It is your boy, King Seven Rastafari. I'm out.